Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. How'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Yo, hello, hello. Welcome in, everybody, to episode 40, 40 of the Grease Pole Podcast. Appreciate you taking part. However, you're doing so. New episodes are available every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can subscribe, rate, review, uh, tell a friend, tell a buddy. Thank you, thank you. As always, you can follow along on IG at Grease Pole Podcast, and now we're on Twitter at Grease Pole Pod. Got about nine followers over the weekend, so uh, we're we're making moves, people. Episode forty, a milestone is anything that ends with a zero. So here we are. And uh, Carson Wentz is still an eagle because fucking just why I haven't punished my liver enough, Justin, in the last 10 days. I, I, that was my, and now I just, I, I want him, you know, what is it like if you love something, let it go? Yeah. But I don't know that I love him anymore. Is it, it feels personal. <laughs> kind it's of. Like, it's like he listens to your pod and he's like, this guy's gone to bat for me like all season. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Honey. Yeah, dude, and like, I I should normally like I would I would clown guy that is being like me right now. Like, man, he's a fu- he's making one hundred twenty eight million. You think he gives a fuck about you? <laughs> you know, like, come on, man, have perspective. And here I am with none. Yeah, but everybody abandoned him, right? Yes, everybody jumped off. Yes, you kept waving the Wentz flag. Here. I know. I Probably. I know. I know. He made you look stupid. Very. And then, as fuck. And then, <laughs> immediately after the season, after he made you look dumb all season, he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. Yep. Cry baby. <laughs> Cry baby. What is... And, that, and then, <laughs> has the nerve... This is still drawn out. Yes. I feel like we started talking about this weeks ago. I thought for sure... Last week when we had the Reese's guy on, I think I even was like, okay, we're not going to talk Carson because it's been everywhere. And like I had fun talking top five Reese's. We both had the fast break. Number one, you and I talk key lime pie. Yeah. Fuck this, man. Why am That's I going to be? Eagles pod right there. It is. I'm like, I'm too depressed to, or too in too good mood to be depressed again. I've been down a rabbit hole with this shit for three, four days. I don't want to talk about it. Let's get out of here. And uh, I thought for sure, I thought I even said like, hey. Sure, by next week, this will have happened, and here the fuck we are, and yeah. it has it has not happened. I think pretty much like the day the news came out, there was a deal all but finalized to the Bears, I thought. It, it, it kept saying, like, oh, it's close, it's close, it's coming. What the hell does that mean? And I remember being like, yo, like, it's, it's it, it felt like, okay, it, like the night before the Super Bowl, it felt like it was on the precipice, but you're like, it's not... 
And that was the week after the Matt Stafford Jared Goff deal broke late as fuck on a Saturday, 10, 11 o'clock. Uh, and you're like, okay, they're not probably going to do it because you don't want the Super Bowl. You know, don't distract from the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, okay. By like Monday, Tuesday, no later than Wednesday, his ass is going to be out of here. His ass is not out of here. His ass is still here. And so what is this? Like, is this, this can't be some, there's no rec- reconciliation at this point. It, it can't Dude, be, right? that, okay, so there was a report that came out, and I can't remember who it was, so I would like to cite them, but I, I can't because brain fart, but it came out over the weekend that was basically like, well, they're not really worried about if they don't get what they want in return, Howie, because Wentz is a professional and he will honor his contract. Like, you cannot bring him back now. You can't. Who's going to play for him? Dude, it, right. And if the, if the 19 is remiss enough to where there are people at the link this year, Ooh. ugly, dude. Yeah. Like, you cannot bring this Prince Harry-looking motherfucker out there anymore. You can't do it. You can't, man. It's That's a recipe for... Again, dude, I, I, I've lost count of how many times it's gone to this in sports talk. You're talking about the same crowd mm-hmm. that booed Santa yes. Claus. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, what are they going to do to the quarterback who said, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. Out. I'm like, crybaby. No, no thanks on the competition. You know, and that meanwhile, I don't think as wrong as I've been on Carson. I think I was equally as wrong on Jalen Hurts. And I'm not saying from a talent standpoint on either one. But now there's reports coming out that Jalen Hurts is going to be working out with like young groups of Eagles receivers next month in Texas where he lives. And you're like, put the work in. Hell yeah, free, man. man. Hell yeah. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck Carson Wentz. Like, in that. That has me like, okay, like, you know, and, and Hertz is doing shit in the community, things like that. Like, he's out there doing interviews and being being the face. And, I like, I've resigned myself to being like, you know what? Give the kid a year. Yeah. Give the kid a year. See what he does. Go from there. Like, and I don't think, talent-wise, it's not even close. Carson's the better quarterback. But at least but, the squad might play for him. Right. And they did. And, and and I think now with this, you know, Carson was a guy that when we drafted Jalen Hurts, sent out the tweet, welcome to Philly, let's get to work, yada, yada. And now it's like, okay, the whole time this is the move that, like, pushed you over the edge. So apparently, like, Carson has spoken with Nick Sirianni, the new head coach. He's talked with Jeff Laurie, the owner. Will not answer Howie Roseman's phone calls, though. And look, I am. I, I've also done a lot of a lot of complete one eighties done by your boy since this pod started, right? I have also done one on Howie Roseman. But come on, man, that's the guy who's going to get the deal done that gets you out of there. To right? just not so. answer the call or shoot him a text back, at least send him a middle finger emoji, acknowledge the motherfucker, something, man. Oh, I think, I think what's funny here is that speaking things into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and being held accountable at least you're holding yourself accountable oh uh, yeah dude I, I i i will i believe in transparency as you know and it, it's killed me that like i came out with all these like okay these are my opinions i've had for years finally started the pot up and every one of them has been wrong as fuck over time and i'm just like oh man <laughs> i haven't uh i probably haven't come across wicked smart 
uh, in those regards. But I thought Carson's talent was – episode 11, I remember being like, this is the Wentz episode. This is – I'm going to give you all the reasons why this is the best quarterback in the history of this franchise. I don't give a fuck because he is. He and been. now – 29 episodes later, like, no, I want him gone. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. I, I hate him now. Not even that. Like, wherever he goes, I wish him the best. And to be clear, like, there is, you know, we had an episode titled Organizational Failure, too. Like, there is a lot of that around yeah. Carson as well. Like, this is not, in any divorce, it's it's never one side is completely innocent. Right. Right? It's just it, it, both sides are culpable to a degree. But I think if you're a competitor, you got to look at it and go, I got this. You want to bring in this fucking guy who, you know, take a quarterback in the second round and not give me any help, not put anybody in the secondary on defense, which we desperately need when there's value there. Okay, I'm going to put this fucking team on my back again and get it done. Because he did that last year. Yeah. And so I came into this year going, yo, watch out. if he stays healthy – like MVP candidate type shit. Nope. None of it. Literally none of the things that I, none of those were actually true or factually accurate. Well, again, not a one. It's not it it wasn't all his fault, but if you're going to be the leader, that's it, man. You guys lost. It was on right. your watch. Yeah. Don't cry about it. Just do better. Right. Exactly. And it, just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially to <laughs> Philly fan. That's the thing, man. Who's going to crucify you the second yes. they're done with you. Yeah. It, we, fucking, we ran Doug out of here three years after he delivered the only. We ne- all we wanted forever was a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Two one. years after, got one. <laughs> and and Doug Peterson writes books, and we love him. And two years later, we go, we hate this guy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, like, it. it my dad and I say this all the time. Like it, it. Not anybody can. Not everybody can play in Philly. Yeah. In, in any sport across the board, it, you know, Birds, Flyers, Philly Sixers, whatever. Like it. And there's. I remember a couple years ago. So the Phils won the World Series in '08. It was either that summer or the next year. I think it was Sports Illustrated put out like a piece that was any like all the cities that have multiple sports teams. They like ranked for each city. Like they gave you, okay, this is team number one. This is the team in the city, right? And they had the Phillies as the team hmm. for the city of Philly. And I, I remember thinking, like, no, this is not right. Like that, it, okay, that like super, but championship drought is over. Yeah, but it's an Eagles town. It always yeah. has been, always like, will not be. Even close. It's, it's not even debatable. Like that will always be. This will always be the most important team in the city of Philadelphia. Regardless, always. It doesn't matter record or anything. I would put Flyers a close second. But I think – I mean, it probably depends. That's my rankings, yeah. so I probably shouldn't speak for the entire fucking city. But unequivocally, the Birds are number one. Oh, yeah. And when you have – like, when you're the fucking poster boy, the franchise of the most important team in the city, like people are going to come after you, man. Yeah. And And the media in Philly's not always, you know, that they they put shit out and it can be whatever, man, but it I would rather live in a market like or be a, you know, I don't live there now, but 
be a fan of a market like that that holds players accountable and will hold your feet to the fucking fire. I mean, if you look, watch some of Doug Peterson's press conferences this year, it was obvious he was uncomfortable as fuck. And like, as a fan, like, I like that though. Like, yeah. hold his ass accountable. Fuck him for only running Miles Sanders nine times. This is bullshit. You know, like, I like the fact that guys like Howard Eskin are going to ask the same fucking questions that I'm yelling at my television in my fucking house. I yeah. like that, you know, because I, you know, I like, hell yeah, awesome. So it it's, it's tragic, man. In a word, it's tragic. I mean, maybe not like, I don't know if it's Shakespearean level. <laughs> it's not like, this is not... You don't have like Hurricane Katrina and then Carson Wentz leaving the birds. Like they're not, they're not on that wavelength. But it's just it feels like man, it's it's an ugly divorce. So that many things went been. wrong. Right, exactly. This should have been happily ever after. He was going to be the guy that rewrote all the records, won MVPs. I was confident as fuck when get his own ring. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say when Foles won the ring. I mean, Carson got one too, of course. But when Foles won the Super Bowl MVP, the whole time the like I I fucking my dumbass just knew. I'm like, Eleven's gonna get one. He's gonna get his. I thought we were looking at like a five to seven year window where he could get several. I mean, you should have been right. It's the problem. <laughs> and and now it's just like, oh, lightning in a bottle happened. That sucks. Lightning think- in a bottle happened, and now we are about to be like. We're about to be the disaster of the division for... For the disaster for, division of the league. <laughs> right, right. For quite a few years. No. Quite a few years. It's not going to be good. Oh. It's not going to be good. We're in cap hell. We've got a coach that can't talk publicly. You know, it. it's just, man, what happened? But, I mean, hey, no one can take... The one thing I will say is that like I remember watching the Super Bowl uh you know with my dad and my son I was I was 29 at the time about to be 30 my dad was um 58 my son was 9 at the time I believe and I remember like it was crazy man because my dad is not an overly emotional guy at all mm-hmm. as I'm really not in a lot of ways and like I saw my dad who waited almost 60 years like he was fucking tears you know and my son who doesn't see the emotional side of me a ton like I was fucking hysterical dude like the wife has a video of me like I was openly like weeping man like a bitch I ain't going to lie man but and like he kind of saw me that way it was like holy like it overwhelmed him and I remember looking at him and going you know you're not going to have to grow up. Like, no matter what happens, nobody can ever take this day away from us. No matter what the fuck happens. We're always going to be champions. At, <laughs> at some point, yeah. we will have been. And now I look at it and go, fuck, man. <laughs> that was it. Because you feel so confident at the time. Like, okay, this is Doug Peterson. This is the new norm. Three years later, his ass <laughs> is unemployed. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Just so many bad choices. Dude, it is just, my God. Only the injuries. We're going to pay for the Super Bowl forever, man. But I think, in a way, that's very Philly. It's so, it's the most Philly thing that could possibly, hey, we're, okay, you're going you're gonna to win, <laughs> but, like, you're damned to eternal hell for the rest of life now. 
And it's just like, okay, now, you know, if the Flyers winning a Stanley Cup will, you know, it hadn't happened in my lifetime. But it will always be, those are the two things I've always wanted to see. The Birds win a Super Bowl and the Flyers win a Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. And they've been to two in my lifetime. Like, when that happens, it'll be awesome. But I'll still, in the back of my mind, be like, but the birds are shit, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, the fly, you know, and goddamn the fly. Of course, since this Carson Wentz trade rumor started and it's going to happen, you know, the orange and black has the 19. They're oh, on a COVID break. I'm sorry like, sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, devs. <laughs> so there's been no flyers in my life for a week. Yeah. So all I'm doing is just being Twitter asshole and just all over Google and like, okay, is anything like a fiend? Has anything changed in the last 36 minutes? Oh, no. Okay. Like, I've never been on my phone this much in my fucking life as I have been the last 10 days. In the interim, though. The Sixers are doing well. The like, Sixers are killing it. Best team in the East, I believe. Yeah, man. The Jazz, surprisingly, best team in the league. Very weird. Very weird that the Jazz are the best team in the West. And it's also very weird that there's Jazz in Utah, apparently. That still will never not be weird to me. I know. <laughs> but they don't allow music. That's the old basketball <laughs> right. joke. But, we, we, you know, we had a face-to-face, -face, and that's why I bring that up. We is, did. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into this, because maybe it'll come up again on Gear Freaks, but... Uh, that's a gear matchup in heaven. Oh, so good, dude. So good. Sixers Suns? Oh God, please. Dude, and and like we were saying in the Discord the other night, it would be you mentioned it. It would be so good for the league for so many reasons. Yeah. You know, I mean it, it might not be okay, you might not get the you know, you hear the ratings and whatever the fuck, you know, LeBron, whatever, but you name me a basketball fan that's gonna go, Oh, Sixers Suns, that sucks. No one, man. Like, anybody would, like, fucking, it's new teams. Yeah. Especially like Phoenix. Really new teams. Yes, yeah, because we've been shit, too, for the, everything this side of Iverson. Yeah. I mean, a couple years ago against Toronto, we lost. Fuck that. It still pisses me off. But, <laughs> like, the Sixers just got good again. Yeah. You know? And they're playing really well. Yeah. And so, like, I'm just saying, like, it would be a good display as opposed yes. to going lebron again again is, dude and again like i get it dynasties are things and yeah doesn't mean i gotta like it player right he's on the lakers and they're playing well too but yeah i'm just saying like it lakers and anybody might bring in the outside eyes which i guess yeah. ultimately is what they're after right of course you want hardcore basketball fan right Give me Phoenix, Philly, dude. That's yeah, the basketball matchup because it feels like like I don't know, I don't know, man. Like for me, the Lakers. Who is it this past year? Lakers in Miami. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of it, but it wasn't like normally like any championship. Dude, like I'm there. Yeah, but it was kind of like LeBron fatigue. Like fuck, man, really. Well, Same with the college football playoff when it was Bama, Ohio State, and those are. I mean. 1A, 1B in terms of... About as chalk as you can get. Right? And I'm like, I I can't, like, I didn't even... I mean, we were, you know, we record on Monday night, so it was like, okay, you know, here, and then, like, went home, and, like, I didn't even bother turning it on. I was just like, fuck, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And then, like, I, I flipped it over real quick at the end to be like, okay, well, let me see who won. And I saw, like, confetti falling all over Bama again, and I'm just like... I. Who cares? Why are they even celebrating at this point? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Fuck, man. Who cares? It, 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 
like how many more of these before you just go okay we'll let somebody else cheat better than us now <laughs> you know fuck man I'm just trying to think of like par- parody like who it's worked for because even the nfl hasn't been parody it's been all patriots since 2000. yeah for the most part and then you finally get a new team in tampa bay yeah. But you get the same cocksucker there. <laughs> yeah. did, did you see him, by the way? Side note, did you see Hammer Tom Brady? I saw some tweets. Dude. <laughs> I saw him I saw him throw the trophy uh, to another boat. Yep. And a lady <laughs> cried about it. <laughs> wow. It's so funny. There's so be- many reasons to be mad at that guy. Throwing the trophy is not one of them. That was the only time he's ever been human in 43 years. Yeah. I was like, oh, I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> and then he said, well, like, what was it like? He came out and was like, oh, it was avocado tequila. Yeah, okay. Like. Whatever. And first of all, if it was, leave it to him to get drunk with avocados. Why? For one. Why? You know, like, Is why? That, thing? that can't be real. I, I'm not I wouldn't, it up. I wouldn't think. No, me either. So derailed. I, I don't want to know. I hope to God it's not. And if it is real, it's only real because of pretentious twats like him. But I'm like, you know what, man? I can get behind this a little. I still hate the fucking guy. Oh, yeah. But, like. That shouldn't have happened. Who can. Yeah, like. But at least he's, you know, he's got to have somebody hold him up. I'm like, we've all been there, man. Yeah. We've all been there after a weird night. You know, you got to use another human being as a crutch yeah. to get home. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we've been there. We more, more times than I care to admit. There's no reason that Tom Brady at that age should have been able to go over to Tampa. Of all freaking places. Right. And rally them into the Super Bowl. And, and be a Christ-like family. savior. There's no reason for that. And, of course, win the MVP, too. I'm convinced, dude. Like, I'm sorry. And th- this this is a statement that should not come out of my face. But eating kale, <laughs> you know, like, whatever it is, like, he doesn't. He's never eaten a strawberry in his life. Like, I get you okay. take care of your body and good, shit. Good for you, Tom. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, You're better than us. We get it. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I don't think Peyton Manning, and like, like we just watched Drew Brees a couple weeks ago against Tampa in the divisional round. Like, he can't throw a football anymore. At 41, like, I don't think Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, and even Favre, like, we watched them hit a wall. I don't think any of them were, like, running their body into the ground. Like, and they all hit a wall. Yeah. So, and they all also played under the era that we got because of Tom Brady where you can't breathe around a quarterback. But I, there's something going on with Brady, man. There has to be. I refuse to believe that he is not somehow genetically modified or fucking there's some witch doctory bullshit going on. There's just, there's no fucking way, dude. Six-round draft pick. Right. Backup quarterback in Michigan. Yes. He didn't even play. <laughs> exactly. Is now the goat? Right. What? It's too, man. Does not compute. I hate Mo Lewis for the Jets for crippling Drew Bledsoe because if he just, like, maybe would have let up oh, a little bit, man. we wouldn't have had this right now. You know, I mean, like, there'd be other teams with Super Bowls, man. Yeah. We might have two. Maybe. I don't want to go that Because then we would have started the reparations a lot sooner. <laughs> you know? Fuck, man. 
Well, I promised you well, I wouldn't derail you. No, it's all good, man. It. It's all good. I like this better, man. Like I told you, I, I think I like the gimmick of not really discussing the Carson Wentz trade a whole lot because every other Eagles podcast in the world is like delving into it. And I'm uh, there's nothing there to delve into, man. If you're dialing in and aware. you do the research like, yeah, man, like, OK, what do you want me to do? Tell you that he's due a 10 million dollar roster bonus if he's on the fucking team a couple days after March 17th. OK, yeah. But, wouldn't but you, you pref- should probably already know that. But wouldn't you prefer to hear that I got a giant bag of uh, miniature Reese cups in the mail? Oh, dude. The worst. Dude. Because it's the best. Okay, can we, let's sidebar candy real quick, okay? Okay. You have to try, first of all, Kit Kats, yay or nay? Yeah, oh, yay. Okay, yay. agree. Mount mm-hmm. Rushmore favorite for me. They have, uh, if I should have brought some over, and I will try and- Save some for next week if I'm not gross and kill them all. <laughs> but if you see, there's like mini Kit Kats and the raspberry cream. Oh, dude! Immediately on my Rushmore, dude. Wow. But it depends on where you're at. With like, I I love raspberry mm-hmm. a lot. It's so good, dude. It is so good. It's raspberry's nice on a like uh, I don't want to say a rare occasion, but every every so often. Yeah. Like if I have it all the time. It's I can get tired of it really fast. Understandable. But that first one. Oh, dude, it hits, man. It's otherworldly. Yes, it hits. Yeah. Try some, man. Try some. And I keep if, eyeballing those duos too. Like there's like a duos mint, and I'm like, oh, there's a mocha one too. Thing. There's a mocha. I know. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need. I want, but I don't need. I've had three freaking fast breaks since last week. Uh, and I can never find the regular size. It's only the king size it, ones. It, it can't not be the king size. It has to be the king size. <laughs> it's like, God, why? Don't, they're so good, dude. But I can't not because it's. You got to have a fast break. Again. Right. Dude. The best. What sucks, too, is that I don't know if they do this strategically, but especially in Sev's around here, when you go down the candy aisle, the first thing you come to is all the Reese's Orange. Mm so you're automatically looking. It's like, there I can't, is. what am I going to walk past that and just keep going to where I was going? The fuck, you know what you're doing. You're catching my eye. How dare you? You know, and eventually before I know it, I've spent like Reese's turned into a bill, <laughs> you know? And then you would, you, okay, I'll switch it up. I'll get a big cup this time. I got some big cups the other day and they were so good. I hadn't had any big cups in like a month mm. and they were, goddamn, they were amazing, dude. I, on that same wavelength, I had just the regular cup yeah for the first time since halloween and you know the, the deal with halloween ones is yeah i'll eat them but they're always melty because halloween yes or squished because halloween yep uh i got it my wife bought a king size okay she's like two for me two for you i was like okay well at least we're not being ridiculous here <laughs> right right and i i had a cup and i was like oh you wish you had her two now delicious four for me none for you yes because, again, I think a cup is one of those things where, like, that's why the miniature ones are the best, because mm. you can just destroy them and you don't even think about it. Exactly. But something about the size of the regular ones, when you get to two, you're like, man, I'm going to feel awful if I go for number three. You will, which is where the big cups, because that's that essentially you're eating four cups, <laughs> right? And I didn't even the first one. This is where I just get disgusting, man. <laughs> I didn't even take a bite into the first one. I just lobbed it in my face, dude. And I like I didn't struggle to consume it, which is how I know I've just surpassed a whole other level of just oh. grotesqueness. I was just like, okay, I'm not struggling to eat this massive thing. 
I should probably go talk to somebody. Uh-oh. But, and the second one I took a bite out of because I was like, okay, I want to enjoy. Mm-hmm. The second one is just like, okay, you pillage in there, you know, spit on it. <laughs> Fuck the foreplay, you know? I feel like I probably should have done that the other way around <laughs> where I bit the first one and then second one, okay, let's just savage. <laughs> but that's not the way my brain usually works. So... Yeah, man. The raspberry Kit Kats, though. All right. Fucking, oh. All right. I, I cannot. <laughs> twist my arm. I can't recommend them enough, dude. Oh, God. I cannot recommend them enough. a bad thing for me, but. No, it's so it's so good. It, they're so good. So tomorrow for Gear Freaks. Oh, yeah. So we got our place where we get our things. Yes. Uh, We'll call it the sweater site. Damn right. We'll call it the sweater site. And uh, we started laying down the grant groundwork for the next order. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to kind of bounce it off each other where we're at. Yeah. Just to, almost in a deprogrammed manner. Like, that was the initial thoughts. Right. Where we uh, we kind of bounced our top 10 off of each other. Yep. And, of course, we did way more than 10. <laughs> because, because of course. Because why would we limit it to 10? I mean... there's just so much to go over right so we kind of did and to that point anybody listening jump in the discord because uh we do gear freaks live yep so you should do that legion of stupid join yes hit us up at gear freaks pod on ig and twitter and uh that's how you get the discord with us new episodes available every tuesday all podcast platforms there's this as well justin that i'm going to throw at you uh and then i'm gonna move on to some quick draft stuff and we'll get out of here and do gear freaks uh, a couple hours ago, Jeff McLean of the Philly Inquirer came out and he reported that uh, part of the reason why the trade may not have happened yet is because Carson prefers to go to Indianapolis. Oh, Jesus. He prefers to go there. Uh, you know, but of course, if they don't have significant interest. Yeah. If they don't want you, then what are you like, going to do? What do you, you can't not go to Chicago if that's where we send your fucking ass. Yeah. You know? So I guess it's like, okay, we're going to try and. Prefer. Her to go to Indianapolis, I mean, I hate him. I hate him, man. So like, like at this point, I'd want to send him anywhere. Go to Jacksonville, bro. Dude, Get the hell out. That's like just send him to the worst possible. T- at this point, I would take a lesser deal to send him, <laughs> send him somewhere less ideal for him. I mean, not Texans, really, bro. But yeah, go to Houston, motherfucker. Get out. You know, just get out. Just fuck off. I mean, Fuck and, off. again, now he's making it even worse for himself because what happens if a trade doesn't happen at this point? Right. And that's the thing. The optics is like, dude, there's already reports out there on you not being like super coachable, motherfucker. Like yeah. at this point, you should probably like it. it, it fuck. Deal. Get out. God damn. Uh, I prefer Indianapolis. Like now it ended up working. In- I prefer Amy Adams, too, but. <laughs> It doesn't always work out that way. Working in Eli Manning's favor going, yeah, I'd prefer to go to New York over San Diego. Right. But that's also draft. Yeah, and that makes it... He's still an ass. Yeah, but... Right. I still... Like, I hate... Remember when he held the Chargers jersey in front of him like it had anthrax on it? Just... (laughs) You know? By the way, Phillip Rivers went there and had a solid career. Yeah, Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, you know? Cut your shit, Eli, but whatever. Right, exactly. (laughs) fucking douche (laughs) 
I prefer Indianapolis. Well, what if they don't want you, Carson? Right. Doesn't seem like they're offering that first rounder that that Howie wants in return. And I will give Howie this. Uh, last few drafts have been junk, but Howie typically is, is like trades is where like Howie Howie can make noise in trades. Mm-hmm. Howie is typically good at fleecing people, or has before. Every deal he makes is not a fleece. But like last year, we fucking had two three two third rounders we sent one to Detroit for Darius Slay with a fifth round pick so essentially we got Darius Slay for a fifth round pick fuck yeah yeah you know and he's one of the best corners in the league so there's that I mean so props to Howie for not just sending Carson away to you know anybody you know for two second round picks like if Laramie Tunsil can bring back two second two first rounders and so can Jamal Adams Carson Wentz can get you one and throw in fucking Zach Ertz, too, because apparently he's going to be getting the fuck out of here. We knew that. They've talked to Indianapolis and Seattle about him. Like, package him. Hey, you want both the white dudes whose last name ends in the letter Z? Send us the first round and you get both of them. There you just, go. Just get it done. That's it? Just so we can all move the fuck on with our lives. In the meantime, it's just making everything in Philly volatile. That's it? That's it, man. They can't move on because you're dragging your ass. Yep. I know. Team's a fucking mess, man. So, uh, yeah, birds are also currently forty nine million dollars over the cap because, uh, you know, just just to further the shit show that is this team in the off season. Real quickly before we get out of here, I want to touch on uh, some mock draft stuff. Justin, do we have the uh, the draft sounder queued up? I don't think I gave you a heads up beforehand. If not, it's all good. Um, so yes, there we go. So taking a peruse around the mock draft circuit uh, in kind of the, the the ones you see, the ones you trust, at least me personally, I don't think you go to any mock. Any, anybody out there in 2021 can throw a mock draft online. I don't think you should trust anybody necessarily. But there's, you know, a few if you're involved and you're out there uh, that you see and, you know, guys that are dialed in both locally and nationally. The, uh, the popular one right now, the popular name, uh, going six overall, and again, this stuff fluctuates so much, man, and it'll it'll change, you know, after virtual pro days and things like that. Um, Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU, is going six to the birds, according to ESPN's Todd McShane, Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. Uh, I have not done my big board yet. That episode will be coming in a couple weeks. I'm currently watching tape, putting the big board together, all that good stuff. Jamar Chase is very high on my big board, and he should be on yours as well. Opted out of 2020 this past college football season. Uh, if if he should, if he somehow falls to six and makes it past Cincinnati, um, which I think he will, if Panay Sewell falls to five to Cincinnati, they should opt to protect Burrow over give him another wide receiver when you've got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd there already. I I, I love Jamar Chase in Green, absolutely love him. Right now, he is uh, very, very high on my big board, and he should be yours as well. Micah Parsons is going six overall or projected to go six overall, according to Chris Trapasso of CBS Sports. This is one, especially as a Penn State fan, that I would, I would love to see happen. Parsons is the best off-ball linebacker prospect that you could hope for in years. Just an elite talent coming off the edge. Micah Parsons is a fucking monster in the quarterback of your defense that you want. Uh, especially, you know, in a Jonathan Gannon defense as opposed to Jim Schwartz defense. But we know, as Eagle fans, Howie Roseman does not value the linebacker position like that. He just does not. So as great as Micah Parsons would be at six, 
it's just not it, it's not something that I'm willing to entertain because I do not envision it happening just because Howie Roseman typically does not value the linebacker position that high you'll see linebackers go in the third round and later mid-round picks Howie Roseman's not going to invest a first round pick especially sixth overall in a linebacker albeit one of the best linebacker prospects we've seen in recent years Chad Reader of NFL.com has Patrick Sertain the second going number six of the birds I would be all about this pick uh, I think I may like the upside of Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech a little bit better I think a lot of people have their minds set and hell-bent on wide receiver at six. And I, I think if if Jamar Chase makes it to you, that's the route you go 99 times out of 100. But as bad as the secondary is, again, you've got new coaching staff in here. Jonathan Gannon is going to be running this defense. It's going to be a more aggressive defense than the Jim Schwartz defense. It would not hurt at all to have you know another – top flight corner opposite Darius Slay. That's how you allow Darius Slay to excel when he's not shadowing guys like DK Metcalf and Devontae Adams over the field the entire game. You know, that that in turn, you make Darius Slay better. So I love the idea of Patrick Sertan at six. I also like the idea of Caleb Farley at six as well, but I have not seen him linked to the birds yet, at least in this early stage of mock drafts. Jimmy Kemsky of phillyvoice.com has Devontae Smith going to the bird six overall um gave me my take on him a couple weeks ago you know tape doesn't lie Heisman Trophy winner electric talent takes top off the defense blazing speed very 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 tiny as a human being I don't think you can do a whole lot with that at the NFL level that's not going to go across the middle that doesn't have longevity to me in my opinion if I'm going to go I think if you're a team like the Giants if Devontae Smith falls to you at 11 you know sure but six overall, man, when you're in the position that the birds are in right now, you have to nail this pick. And I don't think Devontae Smith really gives you any longevity outside of two, three, maybe good years. Eventually that body's going to start to break down when you're listed at 175 pounds. And finally, pro football focus is Austin Gale. Uh, has the Eagles trading up to three, trading up to Miami to take Justin Fields after he's got Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson going one and two to Jacksonville and the Jets, respectively. Um, This is an idea that has started to creep into my mind as well, the idea of going quarterback, at least not not that I would do it, but that it is possible depending on how the situation with Carson Wentz plays out. Uh, I do not think you do it if all you possess is the sixth overall pick. I don't think you do. I don't even think you do maybe necessarily if you've got two first overall picks. I think maybe your best option is to put pieces around Jalen Hurts, best player available, give him a chance to succeed and maximize his ability and see what he's got. I do not like the idea of, of Justin Fields, especially when you when you consider trading up. At that point, you're giving up assets uh, to take a guy that has – you know, uh, uh, yeah, he's got upside, but he's got bust potential as well. Again, we saw him come down to earth a lot this year. And while he has some traits that you like to see, he's mobile, he can make throws. I think Justin Fields will be okay in the NFL, but I don't think he's third overall pick good. I really don't. So I don't want to give up assets to move up with Miami. I think you just sit there at six and whatever falls to you falls to you, unless you have another first rounder to play with. Which, again, we've been waiting 10 days to fucking find out, right? So I would like to sit here and say that next week we will have a result on the uh, on the Carson Wentz trade. I would like to. Said that last week, 
And, you know, like most of my takes, <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't come true. But, you know, nonetheless, uh, you know, hey, let I, I guess there's no choice but to keep monitoring the situation and to see what happens. This thing seems like it's going to drag its feet longer than, you know, myself or anybody out there wanted to. I would assume the birds and Carson as well. So hopefully, again, if you package, you throw Ertz in, maybe a team's more inclined to throw throw a first rounder your way. Maybe, because then you get a weapon as well to go with them, and it wouldn't, you know, hurt the birds to get both those guys off the books as well, even though, you know, if if if, if you're the birds, that could, you know, you eat $47 million of that contract, I believe the number is. I've got to jot it down. Um, no, a team trading for Wentz is on the hook for two years at $47 million um, is the deal. So, again, the birds have to eat a lot of that in the first year. After that, not so much. You know, and, and again, I'm very much of the mindset that if a guy like Laramie Tunsil and Jamal Adams can land you two first-round picks, I think you get one for Carson Wentz. I think you have to. I think you have to. What do you think? Hit me up on IG at Grease Pole Podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Grease Pole Pod. Uh, we are there now. Subscribe, rate, review, spread the word. Give me a follow on IG and Twitter now as well. Let's uh, let's stay locked in, you know, for the next week and, and see what happens. See if anything happens at all. We'll be back next week for more draft talk. As always, go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another Grease Pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.